All right. So it's Sunday night again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 fucking 30 at night. Yeah. We have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. I got to get up at 430. Well, it'll probably be closer to five. Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to be up at 430. I mean, the alarm is set for 430 and so is the coffee maker, but we know how this works. Yeah. So here we are getting ready to record episode number 55 mm-hmm. in the King Kitchen. Home of the kitchen. Yep. So we're in our pajamas again. <laughs> totally. Totally. In the pajamas. Fucking bums. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I got I got nothing else. Just yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just how it's been. Well, I believe you have a good show prepared for us. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think I do. <laughs> You've laid it upon my shoulders and I have done. I have. To the best I'm, of my ability to come up with some really good things to talk about. I'm telling you, like, it's been rough for me. It really has. I feel like I'm burnt out. Aw. Like, not just from podcasting, but just the lifestyle in general. Just feeling burnt out lately. I feel like everybody hits that eventually. Yeah. For, like, whatever reason or just from time. I mean, we're going on nine years, so. I know. I kind of feel like. Yeah, maybe if if people want to hear more about that and why I'm maybe feeling burnout, they can let us know for next week and maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let us know. And if it's not something you want to email us, you can find us on Facebook. And yeah. And if you don't care, then whatever. Don't, (laughs) don't tell us that you want to hear about it. (laughs) That's fine. We'll just come up with shit to talk about. Yeah. But until then we got a show to do. Heck yeah. Let's do it. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink, E&M, and Kink Podcast. And here we go with episode number 55. (laughs) You're just like, and yeah. Here we are. We're fucking here. We are doing it. And we have got some good things, I think, to talk about. Well, good. So um, why don't you go ahead and lay the swing topic on us? All right. So as everybody knows, there's a big, big, very, very big. uh, A big? A big. Yeah. I was trying to say big and vast at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It's starting out strong, guys. (laughs) Uh, Tinking knees in the first fucking 30 seconds. Okay. Pretty much. So um, there's all these different dynamics that is in the lifestyle. And we've kind of experienced uh, quite a bit of them, except for hot wifing. Well, I mean, we kind of did that. I mean, sort of, kind of, without to, actually trying. Yeah, like, not to the extent, you know, actual hot wives do, where they go right. out and they just find random people. Yeah, no. But there was, I guess, that one one time where it was kind of like a hot wife scenario. Yeah. So we have that one. Um, but we've had quite a few from the very beginning. Yeah, I um, think the only one we haven't done is cuckolding. Right, because that is just not something you're into. And I don't think I... When I would really be into it unless I was with somebody who wasn't my dominant and wasn't dominant to begin with. So yeah, therefore I, I could totally see you doing it if you were in a relationship with someone that was submissive to you. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, because that would be really fun. Yeah, but just with you, like I just can't see that. I don't. I don't. I don't. It doesn't do anything for me if I'm thinking about it. If I was in a relationship with you, so I wouldn't really want to go for that. But I mean, I would say when we first started in the lifestyle, what was kind of our first dynamic besides you pushing me onto somebody's cock and being like, you need to suck okay, a well, stick. Okay, well, the very first dynamic we had was basically we were unicorn hunters. Right. Except we, we just, weren't really hunting. We were just trying to find a woman that would be interested in playing with both of us. I mean. Yeah. It wasn't like we were, you know, chasing after and seeking all the different directions and literally attacking, trying to find anything. It was just like, if we found a mutual person who was into it. Cool. Right. Awesome. And you played with a lot of women in the first like year. I did play a lot with a lot of women. And I didn't really do anything except mm -hmm. watch. Yeah. So what would you call that if you were just watching besides just being like a, a, a voyeur? Yeah. I mean, I was basically just there to support you at that point. You were so sweet. Because that was back when like you would still get jealous and yeah, like you were not a good supportive swing partner back then. No. And it Very was selfish. Yes. I mean, I already have those tendencies of being jealous so I kind of had to like fight through that and learn through it um, because, you know, it comes off a lot more often when you're put in positions that you are in the lifestyle versus just like your everyday, how you would normally be if you were in a regular relationship. Right. So I had to kind of learn how to, you know, go about that. Yeah. So, I mean, like that first dynamic was basically like a unicorn dynamic mm -hmm. um, or a female, female, male type situation. And then we moved on to uh, where you would finally start soft swapping with guys. Right. So then we kind of had more of like the couple swap where it was just soft swap. Yes. And that lasted a little bit. Not very long though. And I kind of feel like it didn't because a lot of people were already past that just doing soft swap and they wanted to do full swap. So I kind of feel like the people who were okay with soft swap were the ones who were kind of like wanting that connection of friendship with you too well yeah and they were also hoping that that would lead to getting to fuck you i yeah. mean that's i mean that's, <laughs> let's that's be everybody's goal yeah, I, I mean i mean let's be honest here they did whatever you were comfortable with so that they were in your good standing <laughs> and i was like then we thinking about possibilities of more with them for the next time we would be an encounter right and, and you did that all the time. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like after we would do a soft swap, you'd be like, oh, well, maybe, you know, next time I'll yeah, you know, actually fuck them or whatever. And then next time would come and you chicken out. I would. Oh, my God. I would chicken out a lot. I was, I don't know. I think it was just in my head that I was very much nervous about it just because like, you know, <laughs> I guess in my head I had this thing where I was with you and we were only together for like two years Two, two or three. Yeah. yeah. And all before I was with you, I did basically all of that, but it was like shunned upon. Like I shouldn't have done it. And now being in the lifestyle, it's almost praised. Like that's what you do. Like it's okay. So in my head, I was like, I, I, I want to, but yeah. I don't because like, I don't want to add to what I've already done when I was younger. I mean, when you were younger though, I mean, like not that you cheated on the guys that you were with, but 
I bounced around quickly. Yeah, like as soon as a relationship was done, like the next day you were on another dick, basically. Yeah, in a roundabout way, not literally. But I already had somebody lined up and I already had a plan set in motion when I already saw the other relationship starting to downspin and it was going to end quickly. And sometimes I made it end quickly. Right. So, I mean, in the swing lifestyle though, you know, like I was encouraging you (laughs) to- You were, which was really, I think kind of also like a mind fuck too, because you're encouraging me to do it. I was like, what do you mean? Like, are you sure? Like, I, I second guessed it all the time. Like, I don't know if this is right. <laughs> like, he shouldn't be telling me this is okay. Well, I mean, by that point, like, I had already had a few experiences, like, on my own mm-hmm. or with friends of ours that, you know, I joined in, like, a male, female, male or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was trying to let you know, like, it's okay. You can, you can do this too. Yeah. You know, like I've already, you know, fucked like two or three women. So like, I'm not going to be mad if you fuck a dude, <laughs> you yeah. know? And it, it, especially back then, like we had a very close knit circle. We did. That we hung out with, you know, people that we'd been friends with at this point for two or three years now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's the problem? You know, like you see these guys like twice a month. Yeah. Almost the entire year. I could just never pull the trigger. <laughs> right. So eventually, though, you got over that yes. and started to full swap. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we ran into the issue of we didn't really like same room. <laughs> no. Like at first you were like, yes, yeah, same room. But like, yeah, I, I have to be near you. Blah, yes. blah, blah. Like I wanted to like, I think a part of me wanted to know. And like physically see what was happening, even though like sometimes it would kind of mind fuck me more and I would get like not in my head, but I would be like, okay, I want to watch this and I want to be like, yeah, this is hot or maybe it's not hot, but you know, we're at least in the same room and at least he's also watching me too. So like not saying that we would ever get ourselves in a situation where, you know, something shady would happen, but I would knew like my security blanket was there. Like I knew like my bodyguard was there in case something went awry. Yeah. And for me being in the same room with you, I mean, because of our BDSM dynamic, like I was constantly in that like protective mode. Yeah. You know, and because a lot of guys, you know, you're a small woman, Mm -hmm. you know, you're well back then you were five, four and like 110 pounds, maybe. Yeah, I was like 115, but yeah. I mean, not by, not off by much. I was. So, wait, are you saying I'm not tiny anymore? Well, I mean, you've thickened up because you've been working out. I mean, you're like 135 pounds now, so it's a little bit different. I guess it is. Um, but anyway, (laughs) you know, because of our BDSM dynamic, like I didn't want the guys to think because you're, you know, so tiny and stuff that they could kind of do whatever they wanted with you. Right. And like manhandle me because back then you didn't have your voice. No. Oh my God. No. Like you, I would just be along for the ride. Like, okay, I decided this, this is what's happening and whatever you say is just going to happen. And okay. Yeah. And for me, you know, I wasn't okay with that part. Yeah. Like I didn't care that you were fucking another guy. It was the whole, like, I didn't want you to let them do the same stuff that I get to do as your dominant. Right. 
and we've talked about this on a previous episode, you know, especially with how you go after men that are usually much larger than mm-hmm. I am, you mm-hmm. know, so it already makes it like this whole, you know, dynamic where they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to you. Right. So, but back then, you know, like we didn't really have that experience right. of what to look for and all and that. for me, how, like how to, you know, use my voice and say, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm okay with. And recognize when it gets to the point where I'm not okay and we've gotten too, too close to my, my boundary, that that's when I have to, you know, say, hey, we need to step back here a little bit. Right. So once we figured this out and it's like, hmm, <laughs> it's not as fun as we thought it would be. No. <laughs> to be in the same room. No, because like. We- and we also would get pissed when the other couple would like pay attention only to their other partner. Yeah. Like there was more time being spent towards their other partner than with us. Yeah. I mean, like if you're like locking eyes and holding hands with your own partner as you're getting fucked by somebody else, that to me, I can't fucking stand that. Yeah. Like, so if I were to do, and, and we've had this, we're, we've, we've had one successful that I can remember of a, a full swap scenario. Same room. Same room. Same bed. Same bed. Yeah. There was no like real communication between the husband no, and the I, wife. I had to tell the wife to ask the husband. <laughs> like she's already like, I'm just focused on Yeah, you she's right like, now. I wanna fuck you so bad. And I'm like, <laughs> You need to ask your man. Like you know, and so she like whips around then you know, She totally did. Like, Can I fuck him? <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, like that was probably the best experience we've had. Same room. Yeah. You know. But like I wish that like that would happen all the time, but I feel like it, that's just not a thing. Well, part of it and don't take this the wrong way is your fault. It's because it's the guys that you go after. Oh. Like you go after these dominant huge fucking guys and that already puts me on edge like mm. you know, cuz like the guy that we had in that scenario mm-hmm. i mean he was a little bit more built you know he was yeah but he was like my height mm-hmm. you know like it was an average guy yeah so but i was attracted to him so it, it wasn't it, like a thing where i'm like i have to worry about how you two are gonna be yeah yeah it was more of like everybody was kind of on the same playing field of there wasn't any like okay, you're more dominant or, you know, you have something that I well, don't. And think. I mean, he was more on the submissive side. He was, but it wasn't, I mean, not like submissive, submissive, but he was not that like, he wasn't the pushy kind of, I'm going to take charge. Yeah. He was not dominant which towards th- you at all, which is what I think I actually kind of liked about him. And what made things work was that we were able to just kind of, I could have that control and, Correct. I called the shots and that's why I was at ease because like I didn't have to keep watching you guys to see what the fuck was going on. It was a very enjoyable night, you know? So because you bring these like, you know, six foot six fucking 300 pound guys into the mix. I'm not sure how that happens. Like (laughs) I'm already in a position where like our dynamic is kind of being threatened Mm -hmm. without, you know, being Being threatened. threatened. Yeah. So that puts me on edge and I don't like that. Right. So we decided, okay, we're going to play separate room. Yeah. 
Now, on paper, it works great. Like, yeah, like, I mean, logistically, it does because, because you get to you, go have your time. Yep. I get to have my time. We're not, we distracted. don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, we don't think about <laughs> until it until afterwards. Right. And then it's like, so what happened? You know, yeah, that's and, pretty much like we'll have like a debrief. Like, so what'd you do? Did you have fun? And cool. I mean, sometimes that can get a little, you know, well, what the fuck? But, you know, when you play separately, you kind of have to expect that. Yeah. You have to expect things are going to happen that you may not be totally cool with, but we don't have a lot of rules no. for each other. So while it may be something that either one of us is like, well, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, shit happens. But um, like the main thing for us is that you don't cross that boundary that you've set for you know, how rough you play with these guys mm -hmm. or let them play with you. Right. Um, but now the downside to playing separately <laughs> is finding the other couples that can also play separately. Yes. And that actually seems to be a lot harder than finding couples so that just swap fully, well, which I'm, I'm not sure why, but well, I mean, maybe they just a, haven't gotten to that point yet. There's a ton of same room couples, but the problem is, we're not usually attracted to those couples, like one or the other. Right. Or, you know, one of them isn't attracted to me. Like, basically, that's how it works. I mean, the wife's not attracted to me, so that doesn't work. But they have no problem asking you to, to play as a unicorn, usually. Usually, that's what happens. But, you know, God forbid, if I were to ask the wife if she can play alone, mm -hmm. then I'm the fucking asshole. It's like... <laughs> be like well i don't want to play with the dude <laughs> yeah i mean well i mean if like i felt like i had a good connection with the guy i would totally offer like a, a male female male right oh yeah but i usually don't even get that far because like as soon as they realize a full swap's not going to happen they only they already write off anything else or they're trying to get you to play as a unicorn which right. pisses you off and then i'm like okay that's that that ships has now sailed <laughs> so you know, that's difficult. And then there's and outside of couples trying to find women that will play solo, like whether they're single or partnered and can play solo for me, mm -hmm. that's fucking difficult. Yeah. There's not a whole lot um, of women actually that play that way. Um, no, there's not. Which is kind of surprising because is my, well, I guess I can't say that it's surprising because we all know everybody loves unicorns, but technically these women don't have to be unicorns because they can be a part of a couple that gets to play solo and therefore, you know, they can go out and find their own things, but there's not a whole lot of them that are. And whether it's because their man is like, no, we must, you know, stay this together or maybe she's not comfortable enough to be on her own yet. Cause it's kind of like where I used to be. Right. And now, like, I can go on my own if I found somebody I was interested in. And, like, I understand that aspect of it, but it's just the pool of women that, is very small. that I can choose from is very, very small. Yeah. And what usually happens is those women that can play solo are usually of the older crowd. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I play with a lot of older women. You're, you're attracted to all different people. So, but what, what kind of gets me and like it, it plays into what I was talking about in the pre intro 
about being burnt out. You know, it's like sometimes there's just women that I really want to play with. Yeah. You know, like in my age range, you know, that I find super attractive and for whatever reason, I can't make that happen. Yeah. You know, like either because they're a full swap only couple and you don't find the guy attractive. Yeah. They can't play solo or, you know, sometimes they don't find me attractive, which I understand that happens. But like, I'm at the point where when I find somebody that I really want to play with and I can't, it's like, it bums me out more just for the fact that I don't have a lot of other opportunities. Right. You know, I mean, cause like you already, you found that one person because it's not that you're super selective, but you know, you do have to have some form of an attraction, but then you also have to have some form of like a mental connection with the person as well. And if you can narrow it down to do those two things with that person, that that's kind of golden. But then if nothing more comes about of it, then it sucks because, you know, everything else was checked off, but the actual ability to make anything happen. Yeah. And like, I, I don't want to sound super shallow, but you know, in the time that we've been swinging, mm-hmm. I've played with women around my age, maybe three times. Yeah. And while I'm glad I got to do that, mm-hmm. it bums me out that I can't do that more often. You know, and like I said, I I enjoy playing with the older women. I do. I feel like they're more fun. I mean, they definitely can be. <laughs> they're like wild and crazy because they know what they want and they're just like sex fiends. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes like I, I want to have the same ability as you women to be able to pick who I want to play with that I'm super attracted to mm-hmm. and make that happen. But as a man, I, I can't do that. No, you have to wait for them to come to you. And when the pool is small them coming to you makes it even further stretched out. Right. I mean, like it's really hard to talk about this without sounding like an asshole because I don't want people to think, you know, that like the people that I am interested in playing with, you know, like, especially like the older ladies, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yes, I am interested in them. I don't want them to think, Oh, well, you know, he only plays with us because, you know, we want to play with him. No, that's definitely not like, that's not the case. Cause if, if I didn't want to play with them, I wouldn't play with them. No, but it would be nice to find somebody, you know, like you Mm -hmm. that I could play with. And I don't ever get that opportunity. You know, like I, I think the most recent one that I've had is Brenna. Right. She has, about my age. Yeah. And well, I mean, you guys are like the, the same, same age. Yeah. And she shows that interest in you. And I do find her very attractive and I do really want to play with her. You know, it, it didn't happen mm-hmm. at naughty because of other prior. Yeah. Other bullshit that went down. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in nine years, that's like, it's a, it's a long time. And I, I do understand 
and it sucks because you know there is always that attention towards me and a lot of times like I'm not seeking that attention at all and a lot of people want to talk to me um but I I mean I'm not attracted to everybody and sometimes it kind of sucks when I do get all the attention and then I you know you know, we're talking now and like looking back on all those years, there were so many people that we met over nine years and how many of them that me and you talked about that you were attracted to and they didn't see you. Nope. Not at all. And like, that kind of sucks, um, to be, you know, your partner and to not have the same attention go towards you that I get. Right. And I mean, I don't feel like I'm a bad looking guy at all. You're not. Like (laughs) you take care of yourself. You aren't like completely, you're not, you're not obese. And I don't even want to say that. Yes, you have a dad bod, but it's not unattractive. Yeah. I mean, like like, you have many features that are attractive to many women and you also have a really good personality too. But I feel like if you're not, you know, six foot plus and you know, jacked like a fucking MMA fighter and have a, you know, nine inch plus dick, like a porn star as a guy, you're fucking nobody. Like, I do feel like being in the, in the lifestyle for as many years now, we've kind of seen that pattern of where the crowd flocks to. And it's going to be that model looking person who is completely fit and has a huge cock right and i mean like most of our friends are black yeah right it's one of those things too where as a white guy Mm -hmm. in the lifestyle unless you are that you know adonis model pretty huge fucking dick guy Mm -hmm. you are not going to get any attention especially if there's halfway decent looking black guys there. Yeah. I mean, well, we kind of saw that at naughty. I mean, well, we see that everywhere. Well, yeah. I'm just saying recently, um, people that are just normal, not standing out at all versus the, the models. Yes. You see that. And they don't get the normal people. And I say normal people, but your average people don't get noticed. No. And I mean, for me, you know, a lot of the women that I, I enjoy being with, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll be talking to me, everything will be going great. And then one of our black friends could walk in and I do not fucking exist anymore. You know, it's like they drop me like a fucking hot potato and they're off you know, to talk to him and, you know, it's like your, your conversation dwindled out and they picked up with, with the, the guy that came in. Yeah. And it, it happens online. It happens in person, oh. you know, and it's like, what do I have to do to get and keep somebody's fucking attention? I mean, you've kept my attention all this time. So yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. Well, I'm talking in a swing setting. Like, well, yeah, I know. I'm just like, saying. What do I have to do to keep somebody's attention to the point where, like, they want to make play happen with me? Huh. Because I can't seem to do it. I mean, 
in person. I could be, you know, as charming and funny and sweet as I can be. And, you know, I think I'm making great headway. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, either the model guy or the black guy comes in and I don't exist anymore. Hmm. So I don't know, like, what, what am I and guys like me supposed to do? And I feel like a lot of guys feel that way. I would 100% agree. And I feel like that's something that like a, you know, all guys in the lifestyle get together and, you know, discuss things and kind of like have a meeting. Well, I mean, minds. like, I mean, I've talked to some of my black friends about this. And what do they say? You know, like some of them kind of feel bad for us, you know, and then the other ones are just like, oh, that's what the bitches want. So, you know, <laughs> like they don't really have, they don't care. Anything. Yeah. You know, they're like, I'm here to fuck. I don't care what's going on with you, mm. you know, but I mean, at some point though, where does a normal guy just say, you know what? I'm fucking done with this shit. I guess that's going to depend to each individual of what's going to work for them. And when they decide, you know, whatever I'm doing isn't working, let me try something else. And if that doesn't work, you know, you keep trying a few more things until, you know, you kind of reach that point of burnout. Well, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And one of the reasons why after we get back from pod bash, uh, we were going to try a new dynamic. Yes. Where we were going to try and be more of the stag vixen uh, couple. Mm-hmm. Where we look for more male, female, male experiences. Because we've enjoyed that. Right. I mean, we've had plenty of good experiences with that. Mm-hmm. And um, even if we did that for a little while until, you know, we go back to finding, you know, people who can play solo. Yeah. I mean, it's just not looking good right now because... I mean, almost every new couple that you see come into a group or on SLS or whatever, it's... They're all looking for a female. We're only looking for females, you know. Yeah, well, it's... it's Well, they will say it's couples or female. Right, but, but it's really, really it's, not. it's just the female. Yeah. They're looking for couples that have a hot, hot by female... Yes. ...that the chick can play with and the two guys can sit there and just fucking jerk each other off is what they're looking for. <laughs> I mean, that's very well could be. I'm not really sure if they really want to jerk each other well, off, but they're definitely going to want something to do with each other. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The guys aren't going to get anything out of it. and It's just the girls having fun. Yeah. And it's basically what me and you did in the very beginning. And, you know, to no fault to their own, you know, that's, right, you I mean, know, everybody, everybody starts, starts somewhere. somewhere. But there's just so fucking many of them now. There, There is a lot. And it, and it seems like they stay in that stage forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's because... They like don't the, know. They it, don't have somebody to push them to, you know, cr- to get out of their comfort zone. In the zone. Facebook groups, you'll see the same couples from three years ago that so are still looking, still looking for that same fucking dynamic. You know, and I kind of feel like, you know, and this is kind of why we're we are talking about our dynamics and how they've evolved because you know here, you know, those people have been doing the same thing for three years and it's not obviously working because they're still looking for the same thing. And, you know, we're in the same predicament of what you're looking for is not 
being fulfilled. So we're needing to change it up. So that way, you know, right. and we've I mean, got something fun that we both enjoy. Yeah. I mean, basically by us going to the stag vixen dynamic after a uh, pod bash, it's more so, so that you can continue to have fun and I can, you know, kind of enjoy what I can enjoy about it mm-hmm. so that, you know, you can keep doing your thing because like, I know you still want to have your uh, girl time. Oh, hell yeah. And like really bad. Cause it, I didn't get a whole lot right. and I'm like itching for it, you know, and that like never involves me. So unfortunately, no, us ladies get a little bit, uh, the only way that I can be in this lifestyle basically is if I have another guy, fuck you with me. Like, that's really the only thing I've left to do in this lifestyle. Well, I feel like it will eventually change. Um, who knows why it's been kind of like in a rut lately. Um, but I feel like a break would be good as far as, you know, trying to find that solo female and, or even couple, just because we know how hard that is. Yeah. And I I think doing a little bit of a switch up will, will be fun too. And like I said, it's something that we have done a few times. We've enjoyed it as long as, you know, everybody vibes together well. And, you know, you guys kind of have that almost like a bromance kind of thing. That's yeah. But I mean, like I'm even open to, you know, having you find the guys mm-hmm. and, you know, then if you like the guy, introduce him to me so that we can have a conversation. And mm-hmm. if me and him vibe, then we can make something happen. Yeah. You know, cause like I've definitely learned, I'm not really a hot wife husband. No. You know, like no. I, I mean like there is times where when you are playing separate, like I do want to, like watch somehow like whether it be like oh like like not like all up in the business watching but like like a fly on the wall kind of thing yeah okay i mean i could totally see you being into that and like it would definitely turn you on yeah like see your little whore in action (laughs) i feel like i could do that but i don't think i could be the guy like brian where he wants to hear about it Mm. because I don't think you would tell me everything. Well, I think, so I've thought about this when it comes to like telling you everything. Like I know you, you had that you had mentioned before that you don't feel like I would be like completely honest on all aspects, right. but I also feel like, and like, I don't disagree with you on that, but I also feel like I would also forget things because like say it was a two hour session. I agree hundred percent with that. Like, and, and, <laughs> and it's that's not on purpose. Bit, no, that's a big part of, you know, why I say you wouldn't tell me everything, but I also think there would be parts that you would leave out on purpose. Cause you would be afraid that like it would hurt my feelings or I'd feel some sort of way about it. Right. Or like you'd get mad at me or something. Yeah. Um, but I do really feel like I would forget like parts that, you know, would be really juicy and later I would be like, oh my God, I totally forgot if I would remember. Yeah, but <laughs> but your retelling would be very bland. Yes, yes. Like kind of like the fantasies that we talked about last yeah. week, but yours are so in depth and mine's just kind of mediocre. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so you really wouldn't get that like, 
oh my God, it's like a nail biter. And I'm like getting really turned on because of how you're talking about, you know, how he went down on you or how you rode his cock. And right. you were, I, I just don't think I can do it. I cannot tell stories like Brenna. I really can't. Between you and her, oh my God, if we can put the two of you together and write a fucking story, oh, you guys would have books flying off the shelf. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, so that's why like, I feel like I could watch like a video mm-hmm. or... It would be much better for you. If I could like, you know, be in the room, but like not like center a, stage. Like a peephole? I mean, <laughs> like more than a peephole, like, you know, because I want to see everything that's going on but not get in the way gotcha you know like in the stag vixen thing if i didn't want to be participating i would just like go sit down and just watch gotcha you know because like the last male female male that we had i mean i participated for like an hour and then oh yeah and then you left (laughs) then i let the other guy you know have fun for like 45 minutes by himself yeah where i would watch for a little bit then i would go do something yeah. <laughs> like you know because i'm not always in the mood to participate or to watch you know yeah i mean like is it for the most part really you can just take it or leave it it just kind of depends on what's going on and where you're at yeah and like i think it it all depends too on your level of excitement mm-hmm. you know because like if you're really getting into it, then obviously I'm going to want to stay and watch. Yeah. But if you're just kind of like going through the motion. It's not like, as fun to yeah, watch because you're like, just like, all right, she's just doing her thing. Yeah. So no, that makes sense. But yeah. So, I mean, like I think after pod bash, we'll get going yeah. with this other dynamic and see how that goes. And yeah, we can try it and see what happens with it. Cause I think a change up would be good. Other than that. I mean, I'm about fucking shot. When it comes to this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not as pretty as you, so I don't get the opportunities that you do. It's all because you don't have a pussy. Yeah. If you had a pussy, you would be bombarded. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's never going to be a thing. So. No, unfortunately. All right. What do you got for us for polyamory? Okay. So we've talked about, you know, how we've been kind of deciding to date separately when it comes to our poly lifestyle. And one thing that I kind of wondered about, and we've discussed this is, you know, say you're in a V relationship with somebody and they have obviously other partners, but eventually, you know, you don't, well, even if say, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. So you are in a relationship with somebody else mm-hmm. and say you've been together for like a year. Right. At this point, you guys aren't really seeing other people. Okay. It's just you and them. Okay. Now we do still do like the swinging. So you have that part to think about. Okay. Now do you, and this other person who's, you know, your girlfriend, would you stop using condoms at, at that point? Or obviously probably before that point. Okay, if she is not seeing anyone else, mm-hmm. then yes, we would probably stop using condoms. You know, after, like, I know she's been tested and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because if she's not seeing other people, then 
you know, and if she's on birth control or whatever, <laughs> as long as she can't get pregnant. I mean, I'm snipped, Yeah, I was just going to say, you're snipped. So as long as your little things don't yeah. try to grow back together. Yeah, I mean, as long as all that's good to go, I mean, I don't see a reason to wear a condom. Okay. Um, But obviously that would change if she starts to add other partners. Okay. So now what if over time you guys don't get to see each other as often? Would it still be where you wouldn't use any condoms anymore? Or would you kind of feel like maybe she's seeing other people and not telling you because you haven't seen her? I mean, it would be situational, I think. Yeah. You know, it would depend on the relationship and how much I trusted her. And Now, do you think that that would cause a like an issue between you and her if, say, you went from not using condoms to not really seeing each other as much? to needing to have that conversation and her kind of, you know, I mean, obviously this is again, situational. We don't even know if this would, no, occur, I mean, but if, do you think it would be weird if you'd be like, no. Hey, we need to go back to using condoms again. Well, I would hope she would say something. I mean, like if she starts seeing another guy mm-hmm. and they're having sex, like I hope they're using a condom mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you know, for his protection, you know, then I would wear a condom too. Mm-hmm. and plus like we've talked about like if you dated a guy i'm sure he's not going to want to you know be meeting up with her when she's got a fresh load from the night before still in her yeah no probably not so i mean like to me that's kind of the polite thing to do so that would be like if i had a boyfriend and i knew i was going to be going to see him me and you would not have sex or if we did have sex we would use a condom yeah, I mean, and again, that's kind of situational depending on what the boyfriend would be okay with, as far as like, you know, I need like a day or two before. Yeah, you know. see, like I have a hard time with the fluid bonding thing with you and somebody else. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do it anyway, just because of how sensitive I am. Well, yeah, I mean, and like I feel bad for like my boyfriend that I potentially could have because of that. But I already have one male who can throw me off. I, I cannot take another male who would probably just make my life a living nightmare. Yeah. Not, not on him, but, you know, just having two different semens are going to throw my pH completely out of whack. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just because of our, like, BDSM dynamic and everything else, I, I don't think, like, I could ever be okay with another dude coming inside you that's a good thing to know yeah i mean unless it was like you know like we've talked about like one of my best friends and we're having like a male female male (laughs) and you're like oh my god we're gonna just fill her with cum (laughs) but i i control that right that makes sense because you know you are the dominant and you're controlling the scenario whereas if it's with someone you have no real relationship with you're not really going to be comfortable with that and you're not going to be okay with that and it makes sense right and you know especially because you are so sensitive like we fuck a lot so if you know you're seeing him two or three times a week like and and you're like when are we gonna fuck right if he's dropping a load in you every time right and that's like vice versa for him you know how is that gonna work either like it would be very interesting how that i don't know so it's so much easier for me to have a girlfriend (laughs) i don't gotta worry about that shit at all and 
this is terrible on me and I'm okay with it though. <laughs> okay. Like, Lay it on me. I don't give a fuck how he feels about it because <laughs> you're my wife. Yeah. So I'm going to put as many loads in you as I want. Yeah. I mean, you've had you know, I mean, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. The same way I would expect if I dated a married woman. That the husband is the husband have is, the right to do whatever he wants. Right. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you got to tell him to stop coming in you. <laughs> you, you know, and, and if it got to be a problem, I would just be like, I can't date you because we can't fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, that's how I would handle it. Yeah. And that's probably like where it wouldn't really work for me either. And like the guy would feel the same way because he's like, when am I ever going to be able to fuck? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I'm sorry, I'm not wearing a condom with my wife. Right. You know, just so that you can go fuck your boyfriend. Yeah. Like you guys can figure, like if he's fine with double dipping, hey, he can fuck you all he wants. But again, but there's that, the other issue <clears throat> that, that, that backsided issue of where my body would be like, yeah, completely. I'm going to fuck your life up. Well, no, I'm saying he, he still can't come in you, but oh. I can come in you. And if he still wants to fuck you, even though I came in you the night before, mm-hmm. That's on him, but he's not going to come in you. Right. You know, he can still use a condom. I mean, if that's what it would need to be. But I totally agree, though, because it I am basically your property. Yeah, I mean, it would be totally different if we didn't have a BDSM dynamic. It would. Like, I would be much more, uh, I, I guess, thoughtful of your other partners. So... Not, again, because, you know, the whole pH thing, but just out of a thought here. Mm-hmm. If I had a male submissive, now, it would be very rare that I would allow it because I would be his dominant. But if I had allowed, because we were, say, together, almost like in a, like a, uh, what what is what do you call it when you have your own little group of BDSM people? A harem. Thank you, a harem. I know I always mess up the word because I always think it's something else. I know it starts with an H, but I always mess it up. But if I had you know my own male, we were together. I'm yours. This one belongs to me, and I do whatever I want with him. How would that work then? I mean, are you asking me if? He could come in you, like if you let him. Yeah, like if I, you know, decided that he was a, you know, he did really, really good. He deserved, you know, to get this one chance to feel this. Like, how would you feel about that? Um, like we're talking like this is only going to happen like on his fucking birthday or something. Because <laughs> like, that's how I would be. Okay, now am I, am I involved at all? Like, or is this a V? Oh, no, this would be like, you would be kind of like the hierarchy dominant person. Okay, so. So, like, you you could still, like, fuck with him, too. And, okay. And, you know, have some. So, form. I'm involved with him, like, as far as a BDSM. Yeah. Type way. Yeah. Because we're all together. Okay. That's so kind of what I like, the harem. In that case, I would probably allow it, but I would make him eat it out of you. Like, ah, after okay. he was done. I like that idea. Yeah, so I mean... Be like, happy birthday, you can eat your cake now. <laughs> right, but like... <clears throat> I would probably 
make sure that like I got you first and then let him fuck you. Oh. And then he would have to eat both out. Cause I'm okay, an asshole I like, like that. Okay. But I like that even more <laughs> like that. That was even better. That was like, Oh, I forgot the cherry. Let me bloop, pop that right on top of there. Yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. Like, okay. Like that I can deal with because I'm in charge of it. Okay. But if you had a boyfriend that like, I didn't really have anything to do with. Right. Then that's different. It's different because I mean, when you come inside of a woman, it's kind of like claiming them. Like that's, it is, it is, you know, like that's your property now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like marking territory. Yeah. So I'm not going to go back and forth with some dude that you just started dating. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's like a year. Yeah. Like he's still fucking new. He, he doesn't get that. Yeah. Now that makes total sense. And like the same way I wouldn't want to come inside of another woman that had a long-term partner. Right. Because that would be rude of me. Mm -hmm. You know, the only thing I would say, and I make this a boundary for any woman that I date, Mm -hmm. if they have a male partner is I will not have sex with them if they've had sex within 24 hours. Right. But I do the same thing with swinging. You do. I won't fuck somebody that has fucked someone at a party the same day. Nope. You go for someone who hasn't done anything yet. So it's not like a, a dating thing. You know, it's a, it's a me thing. Yeah. I don't want to fuck somebody that has fucked someone within 24 hours. Makes sense. Unless I told them to fuck you. Right. Like you had control over that whole situation of how it went down. Right. So makes it different. I mean, protection would be used unless I'm in a, basically like a closed situation where they're not dating anyone else. Right. I'm not dating anyone else, you know, aside from you. Right. But yeah. I mean, protection is key. And I mean, even when you're in poly relationships, you still have to think about that too. All right. So, so King can be DSM. Yeah. So what do we got here? Okay. What are our plans when we go to Pod Bash? Because we are now getting into fall because Pod Bash is September 28th to October 1st. Right. Now, I say we are getting into fall for a reason. I will no longer be wearing, well, I'll be wearing You'll be capris. Wearing, <laughs> I mean, you could be wearing shorts into December. I could. That's why I'm like, I could wear capris. <laughs> Or because our our house is still kind of cold with the AC on, I can still wear my leggings. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can just go outside with leggings and a tank top. Right. So I would love to have some kind of a session of impact play, of course. Maybe even, I mean, maybe even some wax play. Um, But I know that's time consuming, so I'm not sure how that would play out. But even if someone has like, the electric stim play like with the um the flogger that has like the metal tassels the violent wand with all the attachments yes that would be really fun i have not done that in years well i think somebody in the group just got a violet wand set. i so i think so I, I think they'll be at pod bash so hopefully they'll bring it that would be awesome i'm not really sure how you can get that through security besides going hey <laughs> this is in my suitcase i mean have fun looking I, at I, it i don't remember who it was unfortunately well so I don't know if they're local right, or, or what. I mean, I know for the implements that I want to bring, if they go through the suitcase, have fun, make sure it all goes back in there because that shit's expensive. And yes, you're going to find my strap on. So I'm planning on using that. 
um, I'm going to have lots of fun with that one. And yeah. I got all my attachments for it. So I'm like, Ee! I mean, I'm definitely down, you know, to do an impact scene. Um, if somebody has wax and we can, and we have time, I'm down for that. Now uh, we actually have not had an impact session set yeah, session since uh, Memorial of, day. Yeah. Well, was it Memorial day or like the end of June. It might have been the end of June. I think it was the end of June because yeah. it was like two weeks before we went to Naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, I basically all my bruises were gone by then, which made me very, very right. sad. So I'm, was, I'm wanting like bruises to last longer than two weeks. Well, then you are going to be a, a hurting girl. Yeah. And see, like, that's another thing too that we got to think about because like, I know there's one person at least that you're looking to play with there yeah <clears throat> so and one of them you're thinking you're gonna have to wait until like the end of the party yes that has been on my mind is you know the timing of so you know, when i want to do things i mean like if i fuck you up and you're super sore i mean that could affect how your play date goes <laughs> well that's true i mean so i mean trust me i would love to beat your ass Especially well, yeah. in front of everybody, but well, yes, because that's actually my my favorite thing is, and it actually kind of helps me get through some of the abuse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just and I like being watched too. So, but I don't want to prevent you from being able to play with the people you want to play with because if you're going to be really sore or they're not going to be able to touch you or grab you, where you know, like especially on your ass, yeah, you know, or like if. I bruise up your titties and you know, you're like, ah, ow, ow. you know, every, every time they try and touch you. Right. Like, well, I don't want it to be a shitty experience for you. What I do feel like it will, it will, I think will depend on, you know, how everything kind of lays out as far as, you know, by the time we get there and, you know, through each day, what occurs to be able to figure out like a good time to play. And it might be one of those things where, you know, we might have two sessions that we can do and, you know, it might be enough that the bruising will still show up, but we'll get two sessions in. And, you know, the bruises may not last as long, but having two sessions is better than just one session. Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to play it by ear, I guess. I mean, because I would love to be uh, as rough as I can be, but at the same time, I don't want to prevent any play that you want to happen from happening. Well, I very so, much appreciate your thoughtfulness. I mean, because I know your sadistic little self over there is like, I want to destroy and, her ass, and, and that's <laughs> the that's the issue of having a BDSM dynamic in the swing lifestyle. Yeah, you know, they, they they don't tend to. Uh, it really can coordinate together, prevent you know us from doing things that we want to do BDSM wise mm -hmm. because we have to do them in these places where swing events are happening because yeah. of, you know we have the time and the space and yeah it's really it comes down to just that. the time and the space because it's, it's hard to do it at home um right because we don't have any big areas that we can really scene in no not really you know so plus i get really loud so right. my god we'd have the cops being called yeah i mean I'd be like no i, I swear I'm i consenting. hope that we can get something in but if not i mean or if it's only like a mild thing you know, it'll be what it'll be. Now, do you want, 
or are you open, may I say, to, you know, topping somebody while you're there? I'm always open to topping people. <laughs> so we'll have to make sure that we bring most of our stuff that we can fit in our suitcase. Okay. As long as with, with our clothes too. So that way, if, you know, you're not able to, or you finish with me and, and it enticed somebody else to be like, oh my God, I need that to have happened to me right, right now. You'll have the supplies that you need. I mean, I'm sure there'll be stuff there which I'm actually going to talk to Brian and Brenna and find out That'd be a good know, idea. what Just, all is going to be there. Cause I don't want to take things that we don't need is going to be there. Right. Yeah. You know, because baggage is expensive. So if right. we can take one bag plus carry on, that'd be great. Okay. Well, so. I think that's what we will have to do then. And I think okay. it will be fun. All right. So let's close this show out. Yes. Um, now, this is kind of like a variation of the spin the wheel, but we're not going to spin the fucking wheel. No. We're just going to go through a list of things, mm -hmm. and basically Let it's a yes, we would do it, or no, we wouldn't do it. Right. And if you want to elaborate on it, you can. Yeah. So what is the first item on your list? Okay. The first item on my list is a latex vacuum bed. Hmm. Would you do it? So I've been thinking about it. Okay. However, it How has it me hurt. a little bit, I, I get a little bit of like panicky anxiety in my chest every time I think about it. And it's the the tightness around my body that uh, makes me hyperventilate. And that's not typically something I would do. Like I don't typically hyperventilate at all, but for whatever reason, I think the not being able to move and it being strict, like really, really tight around my body, um, is a little bit nerve wracking for me and okay. I'm not sure. Now is any of your body exposed? In this scenario, your head is exposed. So, so it would just be your lower. Okay. So from like your neck down, the neck down. Mm -hmm. What about your genitals? Are they exposed? No, no. Then probably not. Cause it'd be pointless for me. It'd be pointless <laughs> for you. Well, see like if I'm not getting my dick sucked or if I'm not getting fucked, I'm not putting myself through that. <laughs> well, I mean, you. well, I guess it really wouldn't work for a guy. Whereas like a girl who had everything but her head there, you could use like a, a wand on her and you would still. Yeah. There's nothing you're going to do to a guy. Yeah. There ain't nothing you would do to a guy. Because like I've seen it where they have like the dick and balls out. Like they just put everything right. like around it. Right. So like that I would do. Okay. Would you do it if everything was covered except for your mouth and your dick? So like you can't see anything, your nose is covered, you just have, can breathe through your mouth and your cock I is can, out. I would have to have holes in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. when I breathe through my mouth, oh. like because of my sinuses, however they are, uh -huh. like I have air coming through my nose. Oh, so if, you would be like suffocating. Yeah. Like my nostrils go in and out <laughs> if I hold my nose while I breathe, breathe through my mouth. Okay. So that would freak me the fuck out. Okay. So basically you could be nose showing, mouth showing, balls showing with your dick. Yeah. I mean, like I would just have like little nostril holes. Yeah. Like nostril holes. <laughs> That's all I need. Okay. All right. All right. 
All right. Well, that pretty much answers then the next one, which was basically that. Okay. All right. What about clothespins to your dick and balls? Um. So like up I your would, shaft, like Jacob's yeah. ladder. Yeah. I mean, I would put them on there. Yeah. I would not want them ripped off. Oh, that's what people I, do. I, I, I know. Fuck those assholes. <laughs> I am that asshole. Okay, so what if I just flicked the clothespin? Uh, that don't bother me. Okay. But like if you like have them on like a string and you right, rip them off. Yeah, like the little zipper. Yeah, effect. nope. Yeah, the zipper <clears throat> effect. Yeah, no. Okay. What about you? I actually, okay, so we've well, actually, done this many times yeah. on my nipples. Oh. And we have done them. I have, Before, I have done it on your pussy. You have. And I think like now I actually might enjoy it more than what I used to. And I don't know if it has anything to do with just, you know, I've had some trauma down there before. And like, I realized that I have experienced a lot of pain down there. Mm -hmm. So like that I would find because it's not, it's nowhere near as painful where I would be like, okay, that's actually kind of enjoyable. Like, I might kind of like it. Well, I mean, it's actually been on my list of things to do if we could ever get an actual scene going. Oh, all right. Good to know. We may need to get new clothespins. All right. Electric play. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, you would have it done to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open to sensory type play mm -hmm. uh well i mean hell we used to play with that uh like the bug zapper thing yeah and like i was amazing people because i would just zap my dick with it and they'd be like what are you doing bow, 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 bow. yeah you are a little bit of a weird one <laughs> yeah I mean, like that shit doesn't bother me okay and we know that I would definitely do it because we've it, already done it before. It doesn't do anything for me sexually, though. Like, to have it done to me. Oh, okay. Like, I don't feel, like, it doesn't make me feel good or anything. It doesn't make me feel bad. It's just, like, I don't know, just like a shock. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like, okay, the the tasseled type of uh, implement that you would use mm -hmm. for it. That one, I feel it gives you more sensation where it's that feel good. Because they're like little teeny zingers that like go through versus like I th I think a little zap. I think it's a girl thing. It might be a girl thing because, because that's what I like about it. I don't like the zap zaps because I'm like, I, I, the zap zaps make me mad. Like stuff on my skin, no matter what it is, doesn't make me feel good. Like, oh. like wearing a silk robe doesn't make me feel good. Oh. You know, like where women are like, oh my God, this feels so good. Same as like us in our blankets. Yeah. Like, like something so soft. Yeah. Does nothing for me. Like it's totally why I, I bought a blanket. I could today. put, you know, a silk robe on, take that off and put a burlap sack on and feel exactly the same. Oh my God. Like no. It, yeah. It's gotta be a woman thing. Yeah. Has to be. All right. Would you wear a male chastity harness? I mean, yeah, I've already done it. You make me wear a fucking cage. Okay. But like the whole harness though a i mean it's harness. not what's yeah. the difference well it's like a belt that goes around and then normally it also includes like a metal plug that would be in your ass all right so i'd have to have a butt plug and a metal fucking pair of underwear yeah i mean 
I would do it for like if we were switched roles. Okay. And you made me do it. Okay. I would wear one just for fun. Well, you're submissive. I mean, (laughs) I meant like, yes, obviously I would do it because I'm your submissive. But like, I think it would be fun is what I meant. Well, yeah, because you enjoy that control. Like you enjoy being told like you can't do anything with your vagina right now. Yeah, I think it actually makes me hornier. And (laughs) you are going to get hornier because you've got a plug in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, so it would like drive you more crazy. Right. All right. What about a stockade? Yeah. I mean, I'd go on a stockade. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fuck? It doesn't bother me. Like, what are you going to do? Smack me around? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and I would do a stockade as well. All different forms of up too. What about an anal hook? An anal hook? Yeah. I mean, I would do it, like I said, if it was... Roll, like... I'm, if I was the submissive. Okay. I definitely would want to get one. And I found the one that I want. It's the one that has like, it almost looks like a, a Kong shell. Mm-hmm. Like the little. Yeah. It's got the three. Yeah. I want that one. Um, what about this again is going to be if I was in control. The heels tether ball stretcher. Heels tether. What the fuck is that? It's where. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's where you have the ankle restraints and there's chains that are are going up to a metal ring that is pinched around your balls and then the pressure is basically the distance between your balls and your ankles so it stretches your ball sack and obviously if you move more forward away from your ankles it pulls harder on your balls Again, you know, if you made me do it whenever you were in charge, I'd do it. Okay. Doesn't fucking bother me. Because I, I, I was like, yeah, I fucking love that one. <laughs> Just saying. Um, an anal plug expander. So like an, an inflatable plug? Yeah. Which actually, I think I have one. I have to toy review it. You have one? Yeah. The fuck? I just got it. Oh, you just got it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'll double check. The one that you just got while we were away? Yeah. No. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Well, shucks. Um, I totally thought that's what it was. No. But, I mean, I would give it a shot. Cool. I mean, obviously, if you were in charge. Right. All right. A penis plug mouth gag. I mean, you would make me wear that if you were in charge. Like, I can already... (laughs) <laughs> tell you that so and i would also flip it around too so i could just face fuck you i mean i'm down for that all right i'm gonna have to get one of those too all right last one a anal glass juicer or vaginal juicer hmm. i'm not sure how you would feel about that in your ass yeah i don't know because i like well, I mean, we could try it because I have a metal or I have a, a glass like long one that I use. It's not a juicer though. No, but it has the little knobbies on it oh. and it has a hook on the end where you can put your finger through it. So you could spin it around, oh. but it's long. It's like, I don't know, like five or six inches long. Yeah. I mean, obviously if you're in control, I'm not going to say no to whatever you tell me to do, but okay. 
Would I do it on my own? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, just going to throw that out there. I know. I picked a lot of things where I'm like. Ooh. Yeah, like this is all like hey, if Pedro's a submissive, <laughs> you know. Like there was nothing on there that you would be like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well done picking those for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Make me look like fucking little submissive bitch over here. I mean, we are in training for it. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, don't fucking remind me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. It's I can't been, wait till this is over. It's been a few days. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it needs to be over. I can't yeah. wait for this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It, it'll be a nice switch up once we are all done with your training. And, you know, like maybe once a month we can switch roles. Oh, I like. I would like that once a month. You know, just to keep you, you know, fresh on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to getting back to beating <laughs> your fucking ass. <laughs> That's also because I've been very like bratty oh, and you, like you have. I've been sassy and <laughs> talking back to you. You have. You need a fucking attitude adjustment. Oh no, I don't. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Mm, okay, we'll see about that. That's right. Oh. Wow. Boo. Oh, is right. Boo hoo. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, that was a great show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, if you want me to go into more details as to why I feel like I'm burnout and all that good shit, let us know. Yeah. I can go on a rant for fucking three hours if you'd like. Not three hours. We only have an hour and 10 minutes because that's what we always do. If not, you know, it is what it is. So we'll figure out something for next week. All right. Sounds like a plan. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us. VJ's Hotspot, The Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, and also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.